um, had a really good group of guys and girls around me that uh, started asking me some important questions and, and started becoming part of some small groups and really started reading the Bible from a like a learning standpoint versus, hey, let me go steal this verse for what it applies to at this time. Let me go steal this verse out of context. And, and just started reading about Jesus. And it was like, man, I'm not living the way that Christ has called me to live. Hey, everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. So good to see you guys today. What a privilege. We're crazy honored to have you today, Rich. And I feel like these guys are probably tired of hearing me talk over the last four years, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's true. Uh, I want to just say real quick about that moment when Charlie and I met you back in 2016 at that leadership conference. I'll never forget, right when we're meeting you, Charlie, and he's just an incredible encourager, right? <laughs> and he tells Rich Froning, he says, Will Lewis is a CrossFit beast. And I just want to tell you, that was just a slight <laughs> overstatement. Um, I do CrossFit. You're the CrossFit beast. And I just wanted to clear that up after all these years. I just do CrossFit as well. <laughs> well, better than anybody. Just, um, just a yeah. lot. How about that? A lot. About, you do a, a lot, lot of CrossFit. A lot of CrossFit. All right. I wanted to kick off with uh, a quote. I love, this was something that uh, you said a while back, but I love this. The human body is an incredible machine, but most people only get out of the machine what their minds allow them to. Could you unpack that for us a little bit? Yeah, I think, you know, over the years, uh, I've been uh, or had the privilege to compete with several really good athletes on a team or against incredible athletes as an individual and on a team. So I met through those years and have competed against people that probably are more physically gifted than I am, uh, but never really lived up to their potential uh, just because I don't think mentally they you know, knew how, what they were capable of or, right. uh, you know, shied away from the, you know, what we do in, in, in CrossFit is painful. And, yeah. and at times you can kind of, you know, flirt with that line of, oh, how, you know, don't I want to go too hard here or, or back away from that. And so um, we all know that through trials and through things that are, are hard is, is what makes us better. And so Absolutely. Um, I would, you know, over the years, people either did not like being uncomfortable in, in their mind and, right. and couldn't live up to that full potential they had as an athlete uh, physically. So yeah. that's, that's where that came from. That's awesome. Well, anybody who's ever done CrossFit, you know you're going to hit that place, that dark place where you want to quit. What, I'm just curious, what does Rich Froning say to himself when you hit that place because you obviously are doing something a little different some other people are doing so so my favorite is when you know I'll go back and watch uh, events after we finish just to kind of see hey how did you know what did it look like on the outside I know what it felt like on the inside how did we look what can we clean up that was those types of things and so my favorite is always you know mayhem knows how to how to uh pace this perfectly you know blah 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 they start off slow and then they they at the end they they come on strong and so my what I always tell people is I I just don't like to hurt that bad and so <laughs> um, I know that little threshold of like 
you know, are we going to push too too hard here that I'm not going to be able to keep going or we're not going to be able to keep going? And so um, that's yeah. always the joke is I, I find that perfect pace that hurts just enough that I can keep going, but I yeah. don't go to that dark place. And so I, I've said over the years, I, I do miss uh, being new to CrossFit and, and having that just no fear head first into a workout. I just can't That's do crazy. that anymore. I don't, I don't like to hurt that bad. But, yeah. but you know, there are obviously – we do go to dark places and, and there are painful situations in CrossFit. And when I get to that, you know, I talk a lot about my faith. My faith is a huge part of and, and a reason why I do yeah. what I do. Also now having my kids and we talked about this backstage, but they're always <laughs> watching. And I don't really think yeah. about those things until later on when I'm, I'm watching my kids. Trice gets so mad at me now. Um, if I don't celebrate when we finish an event. And, you know, like he's this year, I've, multiple times, if if we won an event by, you know, a larger margin or something like that, I, I, the celebration isn't needed. Um, I just get fired up in the moment. And uh-huh. uh, he was so mad at me at semifinals when there was no flex, no yell, no nothing. He loves it. It's, it's his thing. And uh, he, Dad, why didn't, why didn't you do this? And so, uh, you know, having them watch that and, and you know, they're they're always watching, and so that's another yeah. motivating factor. And then I'm incredibly competitive. Um, yeah. Anybody who who knows me um, and is part of Mayhem knows that uh, I hate losing more yeah. than anything. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that about you. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm a sore loser. Well, um, and when it comes to that pain you were talking about, that hurt place, um, I've heard uh, one of my favorite quotes from you is that movement is medicine. And uh, that's more than just a great uh, prescription for soreness, isn't it? Yeah. Like, could you talk to that, like, kind of a philosophy for life? Yeah, or? I just, I, part of who I am is I have to move. I have to be doing something. It's, uh, you know, my parents, I, I, from a young age, my parents instilled that in me. Um, in any room that they're in, they're the hardest two working people that I know. And they're always moving. And yeah. that's just who I am. I have to yeah. be moving uh, every day. I feel better, you know. A lot of people will take a rest day, even Thursdays. Sundays are kind of our easier days. A lot of people take completely off on Sunday. And I'm not going to smash myself on a Sunday, but I'm still going to move. I just feel yeah. better moving. I feel less sore. You know, yeah. I might be really sore on a day, but the next day if I move, I'll be better than if I was to do nothing that day. So, yeah, um, yeah I think in, in most, not all injuries, but as long as you're being smart, getting blood flow to things and, and that um, will help heal in the long absolutely. run faster absolutely um, and I love this quote too strong people don't put others down but they lift them up and I have to say that's probably one of my favorite things about the CrossFit community and where I work out there's just a great sense of camaraderie and community and encouragement and I mean till the last person has finished the wad um, how does that play out for you as a team leader as a uh, a gym owner uh, creating that kind of an atmosphere if you talk to that yeah I think um, anytime you're you're constantly putting somebody we put each other down but it's more out of fun um, <laughs> you know you you've got to figure out how to motivate different people in different ways and um, you know the the beauty of I've enjoyed competing on a team over the years so much more than I did my time as an individual because you get to see this this the sacrifices those guys and girls make to be on that team. You get to see the work that they put in day in and day out and sacrifice time with family or, or vacations mm-hmm. or whatever that is. So we get to share that on the floor. And 
you know they're giving all you have all they have it's not that they didn't put in the work or haven't put in the effort and yeah. so there's no point in tearing somebody down for that and so yeah. um, you know the CrossFit community is an incredible community and the shared suffering we all understand what each other are going through you know right. it, and that's kind of the beauty of what we do is CrossFit as a whole you know you may not you may be the fittest on earth, but you may not have won a single event, which means you got beat in every single event. So, um, you know, there's always something to work on. Yeah. And so there's, you're always just lifting each other up. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've, you also said this one time, training and training, you listen to your body, but in competition, you tell your body to shut up. Um, could you talk about that? I mean, how do you get to that level of of discipline and if somebody who maybe is a, a beginning crossfitter or even just a veteran athlete out here is trying to be at the top of their game um, what, what advice would you give in re that regard yeah I mean that's in training always be smart you know if you have a little tweak hey work around it get some body work um, do those things try to take care of that don't I mean early on in my career I let things that kind of nagged turn into actual injuries mm -hmm. and so be smart about those things but then in competition you just gotta it is what it is yeah. you know this this last year I tweaked my shoulder probably right it was the week before the games and um, every event luckily we've got a good team and one of our guys is here that um, works on us pretty regularly and uh, basically just put some duct tape on it and, and hang on for a couple <laughs> of events you know so it uh, for me you know before an event everything kind of hurts and then in the middle of the event the adrenaline and all that kicks on and yeah. you forget about it until right at the end and everything's over and my shoulder was like hey i'm still here yeah. and the rest of the day and night and all yeah. that stuff yeah. so it was fun now you gotta live with me yeah exactly yeah. um i love this this was an interview a while back somebody asked you what are three tips for improving your strength and your answer was consistency 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 um, so, I, I would just like to ask you, what does that look like in your life, like the consistency uh, component in your life? Yeah, um, you know, it's, for me at this point, there's, I, I look at my, my life in three phases, my faith, my family, and my fitness. Those are three pillars that I have and three things that every day, I, at the end of the day, I, I grade myself. All right, how was today? You know, did I do well in each of these areas? And there's always something to work on. But you have to have a short memory when you do well, and you have to have a short memory when you, you don't yeah. do so well. Yeah. And so every day is a new day. Not that tomorrow didn't happen, but right. it's, it's similar to fitness. Fitness is it's just you're building on the day before. There's never, you know, obviously a rest day is needed every once in a while, but am I improving? And you just continually stack those things and, and keep making improvements, and eventually that consistency takes over, and, yeah. and uh, you've made huge jumps. That's awesome. Well, one of the greatest accomplishments of your athletic career is not only just consistently performing at the highest level individually, but also being able to lead your team to win year over year. And I think one of the things that's so astonishing about that is it's not always the same people. <laughs> you got different people, but you've still been able to pull out of them the best and be able to perform not just at the, their highest level, but the, at the highest level athletically at the CrossFit Games, um, I guess my question for you would be, what would you say that you do to consistently inspire them, to help them, to bring out the best in them? I bet many of the people out here work with people, work with teams, 
their family, the, their, their spouse? How do we draw out the best in those around us? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, first of all, finding really good like-minded and fit people has is, is been you know yeah. our secret to success but then it's just learning how to um, communicate to different people you know some people need to be encouraged some people need you know love some people don't need that at all you know like the last <laughs> couple iterations of our team um, you tell them good job they don't want to hear it you know so it's it's been it's yeah. been interesting and you know we've had every team that we've had even replacing one person changes the dynamic completely but having you know very easy and and uh fit people and everybody has a common goal and kind of the beauty of crossfit it attracts a very like-minded person yeah and then you know that's really our first biggest thing though is is finding people that are are going to gel well together and and can i don't want to say take criticism but are selfless you yeah. know they're they're going to step up if they're needed or kind of fade to the background if needed as well so yeah. we've had incredible groups throughout the years my shoot what is it seven years eight years however long i did team wow. and uh it's yeah. been fun yeah that's awesome and by the way uh, congratulations on your 10th you, crossfit gold medal with your team incredible i think i can safely say you're in a category by yourself there. Thank That's you, amazing, you. incredible. And well, it's really fun to talk about successes, um, but let's talk about a time when you were really crushed by disappointment um, and how you handled that. So let's let you just kind of share whatever you'd like to about that. I don't that. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Oops. we're talking about 2010. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I mean, everybody's seen the, the YouTube video. If not, just I guarantee you there's a Rich Froning falls off rope YouTube video somewhere. Uh, my a funny story about that, that whole thing is my daughter, who's in second grade, um, her PE teacher I went to college with. And so uh, she comes home and Lakeland says, Miss Amy said uh, to climb the cargo net, but not come down like you do. What is she talking about? I said, uh, thanks, Miss Amy. So I had to show her a video of me falling off the rope. But, uh, you know, for me, <clears throat> that moment was a huge um, moment in my life. You know, I grew up and we talk about faith and, and faith has always been a huge part of my life, but all, almost like uh, something that I had to do. You know, I, I, I don't fault my parents. I don't fault my grandparents for, um, you know, for not making us, but you know, making us go to church basically. Yeah, but yeah. for me as a kid, it was something I had to do, not something I wanted to do. And, and God was more like an ATM or a Santa Claus God of like, hey, what can you do for me? And so right. growing up, um, baseball was, was who I was. It was my identity, I loved it. That was, that was what I did. Football a little bit, but baseball was huge. Got to college. Uh, college baseball fell apart and just, was over it. So from then it was firefighting. So I was a firefighter for four years and I did that and that had become my identity. And, and from that it was CrossFit. Found CrossFit while I was a firefighter and CrossFit had become my identity. And I never really thought about these things as my identity uh, up until this, the point where your identity is pulled from you again and you're, you're kind of left there. You know, I had gotten to this point where, hey, I'm about to win the CrossFit games in my head is what I'm thinking and get to an event that um, I, I, I fail at and then I get second which to most people they'd be happy with but right. anybody who knows me and now after 13 years it all makes sense uh, I was not happy in that moment and so uh, not a super dark place not really questioning 
anything really, but just not in a good place. Didn't know what kind of what was next. Didn't really enjoy the thing that I enjoyed for the, the previous year, year and a half. And so um, I had a really good group of guys and girls around me that uh, started asking me some important questions and, and started becoming part of some small groups and really started reading the Bible from a... Uh, like a learning standpoint versus, hey, let me go steal this verse for what it applies to at this time. Let me go steal this verse out of context right. and, and just started reading about Jesus and yeah. was like, man, I'm not living the way that Christ called me to live. Mm-hmm. And my identity are things and things of this world. And these things of the world are always going to let you down no matter what. And so um, I made the decision that, you know, faith was going to be why I did what I did. And and to glorify God and, and tell as many people as I can about Christ is is why I competed yeah. and made that switch in 2011. And, and I, you know, people are like, well, you're just saying that, that God made you win after that? And I, I personally believe that it cleared me up that I could compete from a place where, yes, the outcome matters. Because I hate that, you know, people think that Christians are soft and because you believe in God, you're not a competitor. Right. That's not true. You know, I still wanted to win just as bad, but I knew that if I didn't win, I was going to be all right. And for me, that yeah. was huge. That's awesome. And that was about the time that you uh, got your famous Galatians six fourteen tattoo. Yep. And uh, uh, I'll let you. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I, I decided at that point I was like, all right, I want to have a, a kind of an outward, you know. At that time, I was so early on in my faith, and uh, my biggest fear I would I could work out in front of thousands of people but getting up and speaking in front of people was a nightmare for me and you know when you're early on in your faith and still even in my faith I'm not the most comfortable speaking to that and so I decided hey the tattoo I get is you know Galatians six fourteen. for me it's it's may I've never boasted anything except for the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ which has been crucified to me and I to the world and I thought hey people will see this and I won't have to talk, <laughs> you know, like they can, Hey, what does that mean? Go read it yourself. You know? So, um, I have gotten a lot more comfortable in front of crowds, luckily. Uh, but, but when I first started CrossFit, that was as the last thing on this planet I wanted to do. Yes. Well, I love that as a part of your commitment to God, the Galatians six fourteen tattoo was a part of that because may I never boast. First of all, if there was ever to be a title given to a human being that they could have a big ego over, I think it's fittest man on earth, right? Fittest woman on earth. But yet you use that to say, no, this isn't the Rich Froning show. That, that, I want to use this, leverage this for God's glorification, not my own. I love that uh, you, you used it that way. Um, I've heard you say that this is when it went from religion to actual faith in God for you. Mm-hmm. How did this kind of like new approach to God and new approach to your faith, how did it change? Uh, and, and I know this is pretty personal, but how did it change your prayers? How did it change the way you competed? Um, and maybe even your family, I just if you want to speak to any of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I touched on it a little bit, but um, one, of my, one of the memories I have is... Uh, in 2011, you know, I've got this new faith. I'm ready to go compete. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to crush it. I got a new mindset. Right. And so we're in the, we have to get to the hotel. We're at the the games hotel where all the athletes stay. You had to be downstairs at 4am to get on a bus. They shuttle you to Santa Monica pier. We're going to do this first event. And so I'm, you know, Hey, God, speak to me here. Show me a verse. Give me some comfort here. Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, for the, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord 
plans to prosper you and keep you if you seek me with all your heart, basically. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, all right, this is good. You know, we're going to be good. 27th on the first event. Oh. I'm like, all right, well, God, I guess you're uh, going to show me how to be a humble loser. Yes. And uh, I, hey, showing me, uh, you know, it's not, not going to be as easy as you thought. And so uh, from then on, uh, did pretty well and ended up winning in 2011. But I just, I go back to that and, and being... And, and it being real to me that it was okay that I got 27th. I was like, yeah. all right, you're trying to show me something else here. What are you trying to show me? And so that's what I've always kind of from then on is my prayers start with 99% of the time, start with a thanks. Thanks for what you've done and then show me what you want me to do. Show me how you want me to be used. And, and um, then at the end, I try to sneak in, hey, help me with this. Yeah. But I tried, for the most part, try to, to thank first. Yes, no, that's awesome. Going from what can you do for me to what can I do for you? Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah, like it, it overwhelmed with gratitude over what God's done. Well, that and, and for me, it's it's you know what? How can you show me show me what you want me to do? Because yeah. I don't know, and and I've never I don't know about you guys, but I've never had the thunder crash of God talking to me. I wish it was that easy, yeah. um, but you know I, I I pray to the Spirit that hey. Show me, speak to me through that. And, you know, I feel those urges and I feel like that's, that's him talking. Yeah. Well, I know, uh, Rich, you've shared this before, that you had some really good friends that walked with you through that time that uh, had some really challenging questions for you that really kind of pushed in on you a little bit, but really caused the spiritual breakthrough for your life. And uh, I, I just thought, and it, it spilled over into every area of your life, right? Yeah. And, uh, drawing on that experience, what would you say to someone here that's facing kind of a similar disappointment in life that might be where you were back in 2010? Um, just uh, maybe a word of encouragement or something that God's shown you along the way. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the question that you're kind of going to for me, one of my, my friends was like, hey, if I were to die today, would I go to heaven? And, you know, I grew up in faith and I was born Catholic and baptized and I was like, yeah, of course. And then in my head I started to think. I don't know. Am I, am I living like Christ called me to live? And so for me, it was finding a good group of people that could, uh, that were smarter than me or, or had been uh, more mature in their faith. And then also just reading the Bible for myself, going yeah. in, starting in Matthew and just reading the New Testament, seeing what Jesus said and, and trying to live like that. But I think it's huge to find other believers, uh, believers that are more mature in their faith. And, uh, you know, the CrossFit community is full of them and and already have a supportive community that you can latch on to. Yeah. Okay, Rich, so let's fast forward into the future, 50 years. Uh, and you're probably, I mean, I'm going to go ahead. I and hope they have, like, uh, <laughs> bionic knees at that point. Uh, yes, I do too. I hope they invent those really quickly. I know, right? I may need one sooner than you. Need. But, uh, but, but to a time where... I know far be it from us to even think like this, but someday when you can't go to the CrossFit Games, yep. okay, and you're not getting first place, maybe you're only getting like third or fourth place, okay? I won't be there if, it's that, <laughs> if that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, fast forwarding towards the later years of your life, looking back over all your accomplishments, what do you? What would you say is some of your greatest, the things that you'd be most proud of, the things that you feel like were most worthy of your life's investment in? Kids. Yeah, my kids for sure. Um, yeah, that they, they still want to hang out with me. You know, that's what I always tell my wife at this point. And, you know, when we start looking at things and how hard 
having kids is hard, but it's awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I'd like to hang out with them as much as I can before they don't want to hang out with me again. So hopefully you were saying that it yes. comes back around. So yes. they'll, they'll eventually maybe want to hang out with us again. But, yeah, yeah my kids are everything. And, um, and so that, that they think I was a good dad. That'll be, that's, that's what I want. That's awesome. Well, um, for someone who may be sitting here today that's listening to this, Rich, that may be spiritually in the place that you were back in 2010, and it's considering like maybe what Rich is talking about, that's something I ought to do. I ought to place my faith in the Lord. Maybe I need to ask God to forgive my sins so that I can be a right relationship with the Lord and uh, make Jesus truly the Lord of my life. Not just something I grew up, not just religion, not just, you know, that's what church people are supposed to do or that's what, you know, good people are supposed to do, but like really becoming a relationship with God what would you say to somebody that's sort of teetering on that decision right now? Yeah, I think it, it's kind of a no-brainer, you know. Um, it's, it's easy. It's out there. All you got to do is ask for it. And then once you do it, I think it's finding others, like I said. I, it, yeah. There's power in, in groups, you know. Um, and, you know, finding others that will support you. But also, you know, well, I'll tell you the truth. It's hard sometimes, but people that you trust to tell you the truth, not just somebody you've met today or, or whatever. You know, like yeah. people that have miles with you that you can actually um, take some critical feedback. You know, we don't love to hear critical feedback, but right. um, some other, other people that you, you value their opinion and also believe the same things you do. That's awesome. Yeah, having the right people around you is, is so critical. What I'd love to do right now, because Faith, family, and fitness are kind of the three hallmarks or themes of BCS um, um, Classic. And uh, we want to engage all three today. Right now, I'd love to just lead us in a word of prayer real quickly. So as much as we can, I know we got lots of conversations going on in the room, but if we could just quiet down for just a second. If you don't feel comfortable praying, if you not feel like that's a place where you are right now, no pressure at all. But I'd love to lead you in a prayer. And in this prayer, I want to give you an opportunity to make a commitment to the Lord, the same commitment that Rich has made, same commitment I made early in my life, uh, of really taking seriously the words of Jesus where he gave his life on the cross so that we might be forgiven of sin, so that he could be not just our forgiver of sin, but the Lord of our life, which will stretch out through all eternity. And that can be something that you experience right here, right now, to become a child of God, regardless of what your past is or what your experience has been. Now, I would just love to lead us in a prayer right now. If you would, let's bow together in prayer. God, thank you so much, Lord, today, just for the inspiring words, hearing Rich's story. But God, I believe that what you did in Rich's story, you want to do in so many other people's story. And I pray, God, for all around this room right now, men and women, boys and girls that are hearing this, they would say, yes, I want to know God like Rich is talking about. I want to be able to connect with him. And you simply, all you have to do, if you will, just right where you sit, you just say, Jesus, I'm asking you to forgive my sin and be the Lord of my life right here, right now. I'm committing my life to you, Jesus. Thank you for forgiving me of my sin. Thank you for welcoming me into your family. Praise you, Jesus, for your good love and your mercy and your grace for us. We pray all in the powerful name of Jesus. And everybody said, 
Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. And if you made a commitment today, share it with somebody who will celebrate that with you. We give it up for Rich Froning. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.